It certainly is an exciting time in the city of Toronto. A lot of people are saying that the Sidewalk Labs unveiling their master plan looked pretty exciting yesterday. You have to admit, those uh, beautiful wooden buildings that are rendered in the plans look beautiful. And CEO Dan Doctoroff was on the morning show this morning. He talked about how the LRT would be uh, pivotal and there'd be uh, some affordable housing in the area. And they're looking at creating a smart city. Um, they also assured that data would be overseen by an independent trust, the Urban Data Trust, to find out how uh, people that raise an eyebrow at things like this feel. Michael Bryant joins us. He's executive director of the Canadian Civil Liberties Association. Michael, welcome to the show. Uh, it's good to be here. I know the uh, the Canadian Civil Liberties Association have some uh, concerns about this project, the Sidewalk Labs Smart City that they are proposing for just, in fact, uh, east of us here at Queen's Quay. Mm-hmm. Um, you're concerned that Canadians would serve as Google's lab rats. Can you maybe elaborate on that? Sure. So, I, I mean, I think people need to ask themselves, uh, why why is Google doing this, right? Why is Sidewalk Labs, which is a, a sister company of Google, doing this? And uh, it, presumably you'll come up with uh, the answer that they're not a charity, uh, they're a business. And uh, they're in the business, amongst other things, of uh, collecting data and selling it. Uh, now, they, they say uh, they're not going to... Um, take uh, personal data and use personal data, but we don't currently have the technology in place uh, that can guarantee that data that is supposedly de-identified or anonymized uh, cannot be easily re-identified. It'd be sort of like promising that we're going to keep people's privacy by putting a, a post-it note on top of your name. Uh, that, that does not, that's not going to give people much assurance. The, the bottom line is we say that the organization, Waterfront Toronto, that is um, on the other side of this deal with Sidewalk Labs, just doesn't have the legal jurisdiction to do this at all. And so this eight-pound uh, plan, and apparently somebody weighed it. Did you know this? They, they printed no, the 1,500 pages? Yeah, they weighed it. Uh, they, they printed it up. They yep. weighed it. It weighs eight pounds. So this eight-pound plan um, is uh, is, from our perspective, irrelevant. It would be like waterfront toronto saying we're going to build a nuclear reactor here uh well they don't have the lawful authority and the ability to do that they don't have the capacity to manage uh, a nuclear development and nor do they have the capacity to manage what would be the first ever global ubiquitous data grab where uh data is being taken uh and surveyed uh from people 24 7 uh wherever they go in a public place. And that's, uh, we say, a violation of our dignity and our liberty and our privacy. And so our job as uh, the Canadian Civil Liberties Association is to jump in and try and get the courts to stop it in its tracks. And you have uh, taken action there. Yeah, we so we filed the application. We filed our application record, which means we um, have put in our evidence, uh, including expert reports, um, it, it laying out why uh, this deal shouldn't happen. And by the way, your viewers can check all that out on our website on ccla.org. What's your biggest concern uh, uh, beyond the, uh, you know, the, the harvesting of data and our prov- privacy being invaded? Is it the fact that it could fall into the wrong hands or that it would be collected by the wrong hands? 
Right. So uh, it, it's really two things. It's number one, uh, there's no way to consent to giving away all your data in a public place. Uh, as, a, as a country, we, we've, we've never decided on that issue of whether or not it's okay for someone to take stuff, uh, sur- surveil us, uh, take information about us or private information and sell it. So we, we, you know, we've never in a in a private place when I'm online. That's one thing. But walking on the sidewalk, that's another thing. So that's one issue. That's individual privacy. And then the second one is collective privacy. And that's that's kind of like the difference between living in Toronto versus living in Tokyo. And one of the differences is, you know, the density and the privacy is all, you know, is very different in in certain cities. And and collective privacy. Uh, is is something that um, is hard to describe, and, and but we're we're trying to do it, and it really comes down to what kind of a society we want to have, and do we want to be lab rats under any circumstances? We're arguing that uh, neither Parliament nor Queens Park nor City Council has ever decided that question, and that if anybody's going to decide that question, it should be those legislatures. And so let's have a law and we can call it the lab rat law and let uh, legislators stand up and say, yep, we think that we should turn our communities into labs for Google to profit off of. Uh, but that's not, that's not what's happened. And Waterfront Toronto is not accountable to the legislature. Um, it's not even a crown corporation accountable to a particular government or ministry. So at the very least, in the name of democracy, we need to have some politicians who's Heads are on the block on this one, and we don't. And uh, and that's why we argue that they don't have the legal jurisdiction to do what they're doing. Um, the do you think there's a reason why they've decided? I mean, they say they've come to Canada because the city asked for it. The city was asking for proposals. And so all Google did was uh, give them the best proposal with sidewalk labs. Do you think there's another reason why uh, Toronto is is a perfect fit for them? Well, I, I... I mean, I won't be um, uh, insecure about it. Uh, and, uh, the insecure reason would be that they, they saw us for a bunch of suckers mm-hmm. and they thought that we'd be wowed by Google and we'd uh, give up all our privacy rights uh, just for the opportunity to hang out with Silicon Valley superstars. But let's assume that that's not the case. Um, I think it's uh, because we have uh, no privacy laws, really, in Canada. Canada is way behind other countries. Uh, the European Union put, spent 20 years putting together um, a solid privacy law regime. Uh, the state of California, um, same thing. Canada, nothing. Uh, we, we just, neither the province of Ontario nor the federal government has done that work. BC has done a better job at it. BC has better privacy laws. The sidewalk labs never would have gone to Vancouver because of that. One of the big selling points is, you know, a greater quality of life. I was talking about these traffic lights that wait for elderly people to get across um, the street before the light changes. Do you think that quality of life is um, dependent on the the key to your quality of life is your key to privacy? Right. Well, it's a really good question. Uh, Firstly, um, it's... uh, it's very clever of them to pick that as an example, right? As, as one of the things, as one of the baubles and trinkets. Uh, look, if we want to have traffic lights that do a better job to accommodating seniors, then let's do that. Let's do that tomorrow. Um, but in exchange for that, you know, do you want to give up all your privacy rights 
and uh, not have any ideas or have any legal protection as to what that data is going to be used for. Um, I, I, I think it's a horrible bargain. The eight-pound master plan, is uh, it's been unveiled, and Google, yeah. you know, Sidewalk Labs wants to go full steam ahead with this. Uh, where do you go from here? Well, we, we, we don't think that our argument is that no matter what's in the plan, uh, Waterfront Toronto doesn't have the jurisdiction to do this. And, and you know, Waterfront Toronto's got a budget of a, a million or maybe a couple of million dollars at any given time. Uh, maybe it'll balloon up to 10 or 12 or 15 million. Uh, um, but they can't compete with Google. Uh, you know, th- th- this, is, this is one of the largest, richest companies in the history of the world. Sorry, it is the largest, richest company around. So um, uh, there's just no way that they can uh, it truly master this 80, this eight-pound master plan. Uh, they just don't have the capacity to do this. If it was with, look, if, if it was with Infrastructure Canada or Infrastructure Ontario, uh, then maybe uh, they would have the legal authority and the capacity to do it. But Waterfront Toronto is very good at, you know, recreational, commercial, and residential land development, but not uh, the uh, development of uh, privacy laws uh, and the development of laws that impact the Canadian criminal code. That's not their expertise. Do you think they're being distracted by the promise of something super shiny that'll put us on the world map? Thank you, exactly. It's really well put. Um, It's it's, uh, shiny and exciting and innovative and lots of promises for economic development. But just, you know, remember, and I used to be the Minister of Economic Development, uh, you know, remember uh, the promises that were made about by the auto industry. Um, and they did deliver a bunch of jobs, the auto industry. But at, at a certain point, you know, that can end and they can leave and go to a, a better place where they can get a, a better deal. Uh, and so you have to ask yourself whether, if you know, when you live in Oshawa or, or Windsor or one of those auto communities, you know, was it worth it, the money that we spent in order to basically engage in corporate welfare to bribe a company to come and, and work in our, in our communities? And, you know, is, is what we built up here in this community that we built up, is, is it worth it? I think we have to ask ourselves, is, it, is this all going to be worth it? Um, is Google going to be cool and exciting down the line? Or, um, in fact, is this something that's not worth it? And at the very least, uh, we have to have some politicians who uh, go and get the uh, authority to do this through their legislatures, and that's just never happened. Do you think people, politicians want to avoid this because it, it would look like they're Luddites? You know, they're not in favor of, of advancing technologically. Well, you know, I think the politicians are wary of this and avoid this because all of us as a society aren't sure where we should be on basic principles of privacy. You know, things like the right to be forgotten, uh, things like the ability to opt in or opt out of the collection of data about ourselves. Uh, we, we just, as a society, we're not clear on that. We are clear on some things, right? We are clear on equality rights. We are clear on uh, some of our liberty rights. We're certainly often clear on free speech, but on privacy, we're not clear, and we haven't decided yet. Well, if we haven't decided yet, then don't open the floodgates to Google, for goodness sakes, to hoover up uh, uh, and take all of our privacy rights. Let's make that decision before we basically sell out um, for no good reason. Michael, I appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you.
Michael Bryan is executive director of the Canadian Civil Liberties Association, and he has some major concerns, to say the least, about Sidewalk Labs and what he calls their eight-pound master plan that was delivered yesterday.